0: welcome back to another episode of sales with Aslan. i'm your i mean i guess i'm sort of the host tab am i the official host
1: you're 100% the host i mean okay, like so really when I mean, you have a, you have a t-shirt that? yeah we decided it I, it was hard but I, I think it was the right oh, that's right
0: i remember we did the rock paper scissors yeah rock scissors
1: paper scissors, and scissors yeah you yeah, won and you lost and ah, so I'm the host, hate you lost. losing <laughs>
0: But as we said on the last episode, Tab—I don't know if it's the last episode that aired, but the last one we recorded—we did decide that you were more attractive.
1: Mm, That makes me feel better. Well,
0: yeah. So (laughs) that's why I'm. I'm This is why people tune in. By the way, if you're just joining our show, this is really all you're going to get out of it. Yeah, just Tab Tab and I bantering. bantering bantering and yeah. how much we love each other but uh yes especially good to see you my friend and i am um i know we say we use superlatives when we want to sell a show yeah i think it's important, big on important.
1: superlatives yeah superlatives the are greatest, important. i'm actually pretty good
0: at superlatives
1: yeah you are i mean you I won, be, like, i'm one of the best hair. superlatives
0: of, that have ever lived yeah
1: you didn't you win best <laughs> hair in high school no most likely to have great hair <laughs> no i did i did i did
0: win <laughs> I did win, uh, I have two spoilers. I was at Class Clown.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Which it's always kind of hurt a little bit, you know. Not but, shocking. Uh, and uh, I also won smallest head, biggest body, smallest head. So I won that. <laughs>
1: that that's probably not as widely used. <laughs> yeah, the right, you don't see that a lot. I <laughs> so,
0: uh, But Tab, seriously, I'm excited about um, our guest today and our topic because one of the questions that's asked, I want it interesting that you get the same question, a question that's asked me all the time, and I think it's probably asked by people who struggle to build relationships, like, how do you build relationships like, yeah, yeah I want I want people to I want to have a really tight relationship with my customer. Uh, and it even can apply to obviously a leader wants to have a better relationship with a rep, but how do I do that? And in sales, I think we see sometimes have the wrong view of relationships. I mean, relationship in sales, again, a a goal of having relationship is awesome, but in in sales, the goal isn't relationship. The goal is obviously we want to influence people and help them solve their problems. And obviously relationships are a wonderful thing to have, but really it's about relationship determining influence. And yes. so it's it's super important. That's not the end, but it, it allows, it creates receptivity. It creates people, people are, you know, we have that connection. And because we have that connection, people listen to us. And uh, one of the ways that I think that's most helpful in building relationships is understanding how people are wired. Would you agree?
1: Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, and I wish this is something I wish I had learned more about early in my career. No, oh, I
0: wish I learned it. Gosh. My, my marriage.
1: Well, a marriage too. all of it. All of yeah. it. Come on. Great point. <laughs> it's like a, I was like, you obviously don't love me. That, <laughs> like, our, our wives wish we had learned this earlier. Yeah, That's probably what we should have said.
0: I remember when I early marriage, I went to give my wife a hug and she mm-hmm. goes, I'm cooking. And I'm like, well, so.
2: What does that
0: mean? I was like, "Well, you obviously don't love me because if someone wanted to hug me and I would choose hugging over cooking, but I had a complete that's not true. My wife has a complete she's different, completely different DNA, which is one of the reasons yeah. we're married." And so I didn't know how to interpret that, and so it hurt our relationship, right? And once I learned how people are wired, um I became better at building relationships. I could quickly connect with people. Um, so we're going to talk about today, the four primary relating styles and our experts going to explain all this to us, but kind of how people are wired in the four categories that I find is most helpful, uh, in selling. Uh, and I, I met our guest, Dan, um, at Affleck, we were working with Affleck and he was one of the keynote speakers, one of the, and is the best presentation, the best description of the four relating styles that I've ever, I've ever seen. So I'm like, I got to have him on the show. So, should we? Should we? Should we bring him in?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's bring him in. He's been all waiting. Out. He's been drinking coffee down. He's, in been, the basement he's been in the green the room. He's
0: been eating croissants <laughs> and all kinds of pastry. But Dan, welcome to our show, my friend. Good to see you again.
3: Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tab. Good to be here.
0: Yeah, I, I love. Uh, I loved our our kind of get together. And talking about this topic, I, I learned I learned so much from you as when we were related to this topic. I'm sure I could learn more as, as well. But so we talked about first of all, do you call them? What do you call the styles? Do, I mean, some people people don't like to call them personality styles, right? I've heard that's not the right way to talk. But if you think about the different styles, the different categories of customers, what's the best way to refer to that? Those categories.
3: Sure. Well. Um... Actually, you used the word personality, and that's interesting, uh, because this isn't really personality. It's actually behavior. Okay. So, so be- behavior really style? To, yes. It's really behavioral styles. And what we do is we overlay some fun metaphors on the behavioral styles.
0: Okay. I got So you. it's how people behave. It, it's, it's categorizing the four typical ways people behave.
3: Exactly. And their combinations. Okay.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's, it's a little, it can get a little, yeah, there's combos. So talk to us about the, talk to us about the style. What's the best way to think about it? How do we organize those thoughts and how can we, and then we'll kind of dive into, I'd love to dive into each style and then, and then talk about how do we, you know, what do we need to know about those styles that that, that can help us as a salesperson?
3: Sure. Terrific. So if I can get a little deep, to start oh, let's
0: go deep, Tab. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm
1: typically very shallow, Dan, but I, I feel deep today. So let's okay, go. Let's I, go deep, Tab. Let's I know deep. you.
3: I know you too well to no, know that's just not true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's exactly so right. We we focus on behavior because behavior is pretty much all we have. Once you get past, you know, uh, 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 once you get past body language, behavior is all we have to build trust with other people and to mm. influence them. So I could have a wonderful personality according to me but if my behaviors don't I like that you know
0: yeah according to me I'm, I'm a wonderful personality I tell yeah, people that
1: just all
3: ask the time. me and I'll I'll tell you yeah. about it right but if my behaviors rub you the wrong way not only you're not going to want to spend time with me but you're going to start to create some biases around whether you should trust me or not listen to me or not so our behavior is the pathway to building trust I, if that sounds obvious well it is kind of obvious but it's why yeah, but, it's well so that's important.
0: but that's profound though because it's what we do speaks much more loudly than our words it's like how we I, well how we behave i'm sure there's some some
3: of that the words well and then there's there's this thing called our intent right where we yeah. behave in a certain way it rubs someone the wrong way and then we say oh no that wasn't my intent at all well guess what i can't read your intent I can only respond to your behavior. Now, the paradox there is that once I understand your behavior better, now I actually can see the intent behind the behavior. But first, I have to understand the behavior. So we've got four basic drivers of behavior. And the metaphors that we use are eagles, parrots, doves, and owls. Now, this is based upon the DISC behavioral model, which has been around for nearly 100 years, and it's easily the most validated behavioral profile out there and it's just it's widely used all over the world but the reason we use birds is because well metaphors are brain friendly at least good ones are yeah. so a mm. of people do DISC or myers-briggs or other profiles and they just can't remember in mean, enfj what extrovert intuitive i can't remember but once you get the birds in you kind of like a virus that never leaves it's it's yeah. it's in you <laughs> it's not going anywhere right so i like it that's, that's what we use and our clients um, our, our clients respond with longevity mm-hmm. meaning 10 years later they're still using the tool And I you know I like to say it's not enough to be interesting. you got to be useful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for me, what gets me excited about this topic is that it's practical and useful. These are tools that people actually yeah. use.
0: I, I, so, I can speak from experience Dan that I once I learned this and I did learn disk, but like you said it was hard to remember. I, don't, I still don't like what some people call it D they have a different word for D and and, and everybody has, and but the birds so clear but once I learned the four behavioral styles it really did open my eyes to oh this is what I need to do in this meeting this is how I need to okay yeah
3: so so let's get into it uh you guys will tell me what they mean all right okay so, all right let's go uh,
0: okay oh is this a test it a- sounds
1: like a test
3: yeah it's a test so when you think of an eagle in the wild an actual email what immediately comes to mind from a behavioral perspective i say eagle and you think what
1: swooping down and grabbing a snake in its beak and flying soaring high Mm -hmm. with it for a nice dinner that's coming later that's what i think
0: yeah i think of the eagle they swooped down and caught a fish with its talons Ah. and like and it and it turns the the fish so it's aerodynamical and it's or i don't know if that's the word aerodynamic anyway so a dynamical <laughs> yeah okay. in, in other words it turns the fish so it's it's no it turns the fish so it, it, it can no, so fly it wasn't going sideways it was going straight ahead but anyway that's what i think about it. and the eyes are in okay. front the the eyes are in front, are in front.
3: So, so when you think of an eagle do you think of like a soft cuddly you know friendly no. creature
0: no, no nothing no. cuddly mm-hmm. beautiful yeah. very beautiful
3: majestic okay
0: mm-hmm.
3: so eagles are apex predators
2: mm-hmm.
3: right an eagle dive bombing for prey is not a gentle moment
1: <laughs> you don't think okay. that snake or that fish is going i so, don't think this is going to be nice is that, is that eagle
3: giving me a hug is he coming right. for There's a hug it's not and now are we suggesting <laughs> that eagles in the workplace are ferocious predators Well, yeah. No, we're not. Not really. No, of course not. We are suggesting eagles in the workplace have intensity about them because eagles in the workplace dive bomb for goals. Mm, Yeah. And so if you're working with an eagle, they are sizing you up immediately with Mm. a certain set of questions. And it really doesn't matter if you're in a sales environment or a general workplace environment. But if you're sitting across from someone who has a lot of eagle energy, yeah. Here are the three things that they're thinking either subconsciously or even consciously. What value, Tom, do you represent right now?
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Right now. That's number one. Right now. In other words, why am I here talking to you? Yeah. Like the Wall Street
0: movie where Gordon Gaga, I hope you're intelligent. I hope you have something today. Why are you here? And
1: why are you wasting my time? Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. (laughs) Second
3: question. There are three questions. The second question is, are you confident in what you represent? And I measure as an eagle, one of the big ways I measure confidence is eye contact. Mm -hmm. Because if you're looking at me in a way that says I have conviction around what I'm sharing with you, well then I'm I will take you at your word until I see evidence to the contrary. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if you're the kind of person that considers eye contact a form of aggression, or is I don't know, it makes you feel like you're in conflict and you kind of look away and and you're you're more gentle in your approach the eagle may very well interpret that as a lack of confidence at which point why should i listen to you Mm. right if you're not confident then i'm not going to be confident on your behalf okay and the third question is do you represent the best combination of speed and execution Mm.
2: Mm.
0: because
3: i could talk to you i could talk to five other people the only thing i'm interested in is can you deliver
0: Right. And speed now, that you can deliver,
3: yeah. and the speed, right? Mm-hmm. The efficiency of it, right? So each of the styles has a fundamental focus, and all of their behaviors. Once you understand the focus, the fundamental focus, they're easy to read. So for eagles, the fundamental is results.
0: Yeah. So how do and you recognize that? How Dan? I mean, is it because the questions they ask? How do you know they're a, How do you know they're an eagle? What what's the what's the the signs to be looking for?
3: So an eagle will give you a look that's once again says, okay, why are we here? Okay. So, yeah. so it's like body eagles, language. They don't, they don't talk. Eagles. Body language will say, let's go. Right. They'll speak mm-hmm. in a very direct tone. They will um, make decisions pretty decisively. Like an mm-hmm. eagle doesn't think to him or herself, you know what? I want to talk to nine people before I make a decision. Uh, no. Right. They just make a decision and they, Cut to the chase in most conversations they have with you. So mm-hmm. they're sitting up straight. They're looking you in the eye. They're confident in their tone. They will pretty assertively question what it is you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they are, they can come across as, as pretty blunt at times, Okay, But what they're really looking for is value because right. what eagles are essentially are problem solvers. Mm-hmm. So if you speak in a manner that says, our conversation is going to lead to a problem getting solved, particularly if it's my problem. You're, you're the sales rep. Yeah, You represent a solution for me. Well, now you will have my attention. But this idea that we're going to build personal rapport and get to know each other and, I don't know, have some kind of emotional connection, a high-intensity eagle, that's just not on their hierarchy at the top.
0: I think that's the biggest mis- mistake people make is they have one view of what relationship means. Or one mm. view of mm. rapport. They think I'm building rapport if we're talking about family. I'm building rapport. Like I remember walking to a guy's office okay. and he was a member of a club. The, of a, friend, a friend of mine was a member of the same club. And I started, I asked him about the club. And his answer was, I said, Are you a member of that club? I, you know, I, I did you know so and so? And he's like, No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. It's yeah. not like, oh no, but maybe I yeah. maybe I recognize the name. He just direct. To the point.
0: But as another behavioral style, I'm interpreting that as I don't have a relationship. But the right. reality is by not going down that road, I'm building a relationship with the guy by not trying to talk about the club. He likes me more. We're building rapport by doing what it is that he wants, which is to focus the conversation on as you're okay. saying, Dan, results.
3: So so what you just described is what we like to say, match the moment, not the mirror.
0: Okay, match the moment, not the mirror. Yeah.
3: So the moment is that you're sitting in front of someone with a lot of evil energy. So mm-hmm. if you don't lean in that person's direction, you're not matching the moment, you're missing it. Mm. And so in the in the description you just gave us, the lack of rapport is actually a step forward because oh, this person is, is, is focused on the value derived from this conversation. First, I'm going to determine if you are of value to me and mm-hmm. then I'll get interested perhaps in your family or your hobbies or things like that.
1: Now I have noticed right? that I agree with that a hundred percent because just because we start a relationship, extremely direct results driven, it can become relational to your point. Like they absolutely. And, and yeah, yeah, I have noticed that.
3: But what you're well, describing, I wanna, I wanna Tom, be, what I was going to say what you're describing is that your approach is our next style, which is parents.
0: Okay. All right. Let's go parrot. So
3: what, so what comes to mind when you think of a parrot? An Jimmy parrot? Buffett. <laughs> okay. Casual, chill, fun. <laughs> yes. Right? Cold beer.
0: Flamboyant. I love it. Talkative, Flamboyant. Talkative. Yeah. No. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Like, you're probably not going to get a lot of words in. We're going to have to work on letting you talk, Dan, because you you got two strong parrots here. I, exactly. I'm probably, I probably so, eagle So you're parrot.
3: coming in. Mm -hmm. and and look parrots often are drawn to uh to sales roles why because they get to meet people and talk to them and for parrots their fundamental focus is experiential Mm -hmm. the experience of meeting somebody new getting to know them finding commonalities whether they be professional or personal that is fun Mm -hmm, and so this is why parrots tend to I think, overemphasize what you were just talking about, which is sort of this emotional rapport, mm-hmm. right? That's what's because intuitive. it's really fun for them to put it to them, exactly. So parents are social, they're optimistic, they're motivational, right? And they bring all this awesome positivity to what they do. Mm-hmm. And they're successful doing that. It's not that it's not a good thing, but the question is, can you temper it? Because if, if you're sitting across from another style, can you dial back the parrot so that you can match the moment and lean in a different direction? And parrots that are able to do that, any style that's able to do that becomes infinitely more powerful. All so right. What,
0: just, yeah, they have, I'm ahead. imagining they have three questions as well.
3: Oh, OK. So now if you're sitting across from a parrot, well, that's a different that's a whole different thing. So now your client, your prospect is a parrot. Yeah. Okay. And let's say you're an eagle. Let's say the the sales rep is an eagle. The prospect is a parent. So that eagle is coming in with his or her bias, which is I'm going to make things happen. I'm going to drive Mm -hmm. this relationship. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm focused. Okay. Oh, and by the (laughs) way, I'm also right, because I'm going to provide value (laughs) immediately. I'm (laughs) right. I'm right 99% of the time. I'm always Because I'm a freaking eagle. You know what? I'm not going to waste this person's time. I'm going to get straight. To what matters most
2: mm-hmm.
3: okay and then that person sits across from a parrot and the parrot has a completely different set of questions so the first question is let's say tom you're that eagle yeah right? mm-hmm. and i'm the parent i'm the prospect and I'm, I'm looking at you and going is this guy enjoyable to talk to right am i enjoying myself because if i'm not enjoying myself then i'm already thinking about other things to do Because I got a really short attention span. I'm a parrot and I am drawn (laughs) to what's fun and what's interesting and what's connecting. Mm -hmm. But man, you're, you're just, you're just, you're just so blunt and straight to the point. And I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little taken aback. Right. Second question. Yeah. That's great. Have you, have you captured my imagination? Have Mm -hmm. you said something that's larger than our conversation? Mm -hmm. Meaning you got me thinking about something that I hadn't thought about before. Mm -hmm. maybe an application for the product maybe a different market that you were thinking about you know what we do and how we do it and you had this thought and you asked me a question that took me in a different direction it's like oh wow because paris loved to brainstorm
2: Mm
0: -hmm. okay like Mm -hmm. that's very true
3: and if we got Mm -hmm. those two things happening a you're enjoyable to talk to b you've kind of activated my imagination well now i'm feeling a connection with you Mm. got it and once i feel that connection with you i want to be with you as opposed to somebody else now we're getting somebody now we're getting somewhere yeah excuse me okay so in both examples if i can go a little brain science on you oh i love it i love
0: brain science
3: what's happening here i call it
0: neuroscience tab
3: (laughs) well tom you're just a little more educated Yeah, yeah
0: because i'm a yeah i'm not one of these birds i'm a What's a better? I'm a chicken.
3: You're a lizard. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> you're just you just a higher, you know, intellect. So Keep going. Okay. Old Obviously
0: old. I'm parroting now.
3: So every decision you've ever made has originated originated from your limbic brain. Okay. Okay. Now the limbic brain is the seat of your emotions. Your hopes, your fears, your dreams, your sense of belongingness. Mm -hmm. am i on the island am i going to get kicked off the island all of that is limbic brain and every decision you make Mm -hmm. starts there now this is a mystery to most folks because we think we make rational decisions yeah Mm -hmm. right well that's the neocortex so -hmm. we think that first we come to a rational conclusion and then our emotions kick in it's actually Mm -hmm. the exact opposite Mm. now if you want to learn more about this stuff simon sinek talks about it pretty eloquently, uh an amazing book on decision making. Um, it's called Thinking Fast and Slow. Yeah by I Daniel read that. Kahneman.
0: Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Okay.
3: So you read that book and you really understand as as you do, Tom, like decision making is much more complex than we give it credit for. Right? Mm-hmm. However, we do know the limbic brain originates it. And I would say that the birds and behavior are the superhighway to the limbic brain. Mm-hmm. Mm. So because how do I... we
0: quickly connect at the emotional level, which goes back to kind of what we were saying? It's like that's 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 where the receptivity to our recommendation happens. Is when we can connect at that level.
3: Exactly. Exactly. So if if you're sitting across from a high eagle and you cut to the chase and you go straight for value, and I'm that eagle, I'm I'm the prospect. I you're you've gone straight to my limbic brain because now my limbic brain is saying, okay, Tom's not wasting my time.
2: I like that, mm-hmm.
3: all right? Now, maybe I'm a little more interested in you and I'll ask you about your family, all right? But first, you know, I you you had to establish that you and I are up at night worried about the same things, mm-hmm. that you and I share a sense of what makes sense and what doesn't. And all of that is in the limbic brain. Once I've decided that, then my neocortex kicks in and confirmation bias sets in. Because now I'm going to look to confirm what my emotional bias. state just I, told me. I love right? that, Dan. People, yeah. So people use confirmation bias in a bad way, that we only look for the things that that, that prove that I'm right and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. But confirmation bias is real, so you might as well work with it. Yeah, you're not going to change that reality. <laughs> so you might as well get me to confirm, or excuse me, you, you want to confirm what the positive impression you have of me. Right? Especially if that's so,
0: something you can change.
3: Oh, absolutely. In fact, if we go to our next style. We talk about doves
0: okay mm.
3: now so what comes to mind when you think of a dove
0: gentle
1: gentle yes uh, i think of you know, like peace that yeah. see that
3: okay so the dove is the international symbol of peace why is that well let, let's contrast doves and eagles in the wild so when you think of an eagle in the wild do you think of a flock of eagles hanging out chilling smoking cigarettes enjoying life <laughs> <laughs> They're hanging never, out. I've never their, seen an
0: eagle smoke. smoke, a smoke.
3: No, i seen uh, him drink bourbon. <laughs> seen drink bourbon, but I've never a seen him smoke a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. So, so eagles are that lone ranger, right? So, built into an yeah. eagle's DNA in the wild. Uh-huh. And then if I don't hunt, kill, and eat for uh-huh. myself, I will die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now let's contrast that with doves. Doves yeah. in the wild, they nest in huge flocks. Yes. Yeah. So Very relationship And they travel together. So built into a dove's DNA is that if the flock is threatened, I'm threatened. Mm. So mm. doves in the workplace are all about their community. Right. Their stakeholders, their culture. So mm. if you're sitting across from a dove and you're a sales rep, you're not talking to the dove. You're actually talking to the community that that dove serves. Mm-hmm. Because that's yeah. where the Dove is most concerned about making the right or wrong decision.
1: Mm-hmm. So do you find that's really good. So if if I'm working with a Dove as a decision maker, um, they are bringing – they're thinking about all the different players, the different departments, how this will be embraced by X, Y, and Z, maybe much more so than I'm just thinking of this Eagle I just sold to. It's like I don't give a rip about what everybody thinks. This is what we're doing and we're going to do it. And I don't care if they like it or don't like it. So it's that's partially what's going on. That It's a different yeah. buying style. You're right.
3: So so if I'm sitting across from a dove, I am intensely curious about who their stakeholders are. I'm asking mm. them a lot of questions about how a decision to go in my direction or not impacts their community. Mm. And yeah, the more yeah. they talk about God, that. God, this is
0: so good.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: The more they talk about that, the more the dove starts to get a sense of, can I trust this person? Because the three questions for doves, you're yeah. sitting across from one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The first one is, am I comfortable that I can trust your intentions?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, now, gets- I, yeah, I, I, because you, you said, I mean, I get you told us how we spot an eagle, right? Right. Body language and direct. and We don't need to worry about at least I don't, I'm parrots, you've kind of, I feel like you've made pretty clear on that. Talkative, right. you know, you know, out there, all those kind of things. But what about these doves? I mean, that's what, how do you spot them?
3: Well, hey, Tab, I know you're a parrot and all, but I think you got some owl and dove listeners and they probably want me to do the other two questions before we get to that. <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're just jumping I'm cutting like it short.
1: I, I had a little bit of eagle came in. I just wanted to cut to the chase. Sorry about that. All right, let
3: me, let me do the three questions <laughs> just to satisfy our owl and dove listeners.
1: Okay, okay.
3: Right? So the first question for Doug Brilliant. is, Brilliant. can I trust your intentions? Mm-hmm. Okay, the second is, if I can trust your intentions, am I comfortable with your tone and energy? Mm -hmm. Because tone is 36, 38% of communication. Not what you say, but how you said it. Right. So if you've got an aggressive tone and you're just kind of giving me all this intensity for doves, that's, that takes a lot. of. And you see
1: their body language. They pull back, I guess you, you kind of read in the language as well. Exactly.
3: So your tone matters a great deal. And then the last question that they have is, do you have the experience that I'm looking for? Meaning, can I go on to Amazon and read a bunch of reviews about you? Because nobody reads reviews on Amazon like Doves. Doves Ah, Interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yes. Uh, Doves utilize other people's experiences to get a sense of what your patterns are. Because you can, you know, you could say anything to me and I don't know you, right? But to the extent that I get a peek into your patterns, now my limbic brain is going to be more interested because no. your earlier question, Tom, can you change? Yeah, you can change in either direction. If you do or say something to a dub that's at odds with the pattern that you were trying to establish, you will almost immediately lose trust. Pattern uh, consistency. You, you know, give me an example. That.
0: I want to understand that. that. Can you give us an example of that, Dan?
3: Sure. Um, you're sitting down with a dub and you're talking about your product. Okay. OK. And you say that, hey, this is this is the top of the line product and it has A, B, C, D and E. And the reason it's a value is C. OK. And then the dub does some homework and finds out there are actually two other levels. And then they come back to you and say, well, why did you why did you say it was a top of the line when there are actually two higher levels? Uh-huh. OK. And then you say, well, I thought you might be price sensitive. And the dove will say, well, I didn't say I was price sensitive.
1: <laughs> right.
3: So, so right there, the dove has identified that you are not consistent.
0: Ah, uh, not uh, so consistent. Cons- that's so why, cons- I to, that's yeah. why I wanted to, that's why I want to double click on it because it's, it's not just you're lying It no. you're not saying necessarily that you're just not consistent, which by the way, for a parrot is a problem because they talk so much they may not even know what they've said and they may say one thing one day and something different the other day and they're not mis they're not untrustworthy in their motive but they're they're creating a lack of trust or they're i guess promoting a lack of trust because they're not consistent is that am i getting that right absolutely that's that's a new thought
3: yeah nobody is more consistent in their behavior than doves are because the fundamental focus of dove energy Mm -hmm. is keeping commitments uh
0: okay Hmm. So being, Keeping um,
3: commitments. now, are they, do
1: they tend to be, is it a skeptical thing? They just, t- they tend to be, they're afraid to be hurt or they're going to be taken advantage of, or, I mean, what's driving some of that? What do you think?
3: Well, it's, it's just, you know, doves don't trust willy nilly. Okay. Uh, they're more introverted and introverted people take their time before arriving at decisions. So I'm not just going to say, "Hey Tom, you got a great personality." I'm going to be your buddy. Right. A parrot will do that, but a dove will say, "Okay, uh, let, let's get to know the guy over time. Let's let's do some homework if it's if it's a professional relationship. Let's see if this pans out." It's very important for doves to methodically, gradually over time, verify someone's authenticity.
1: Mm, so they're not big gut people. Like, I just got a good gut feeling on this person. They're, it's No,
3: it's, I, it, it's it not that doves don't have intuition. They do. But doves are often worried that if I act on my intuition quickly, someone might get hurt. Oh, uh, okay.
0: Someone, it's the motive. Someone might get hurt.
3: Yeah. So remember, doves are connected to their, their flock, their community. That's why they're the peacemakers. So if I'm a dove and I'm making a decision to roll with you instead of someone else, well, what if I'm wrong? Who gets hurt yeah. by that? That's mm. going to keep me up at night. Now, what if it keeps you up at night too? What if you, once again, are so interested in my community that I start to get the sense that you care a lot about what I care about? Limbic brain starts to ring. Mm. Neocortex starts to look for confirmation bias that you do care about my community. Mm-hmm. And now our relationship is on a good footing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. This is great. Last but not great. least, we go to our owls. What comes to mind when you think of an owl? Tootsie
1: pops. One? Tootsie pops. Remember the commercial? It licks, <laughs> licks the tootsie pop, and then Dude, as a D, as good. a as a as a eagle.
0: That's that's really
1: bothering me right now. Okay, okay, kind of
3: I've been doing this for a long time. No one's <laughs> yeah. ever said that.
1: No one's ever said that. The owl in the commercials. Not for tootsie pops. Not not wow, that is very um, disturbing. I think I'm a, um, I think <laughs> I'm a lark. I think I'm not on the scale. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm my own breed you're, of bird. I think of we'll intelligent. Say, we'll say I
0: think wise, wise owl, intelligent, uh, analytical. Okay, so good at math. I don't know if so, <laughs> do you
3: know,
1: those owls they crush math. They're just good you know, at math. You know,
3: <laughs> so you do, you know, you do this a few thousand times, like we have. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, amazing. You say the word owl and people immediately say, why? it's just, it's, it's, like, it's like they went out and hired a PR firm and said, OK, we're the smart ones. Get that out there. Like everybody yeah. thinks owls are smart. OK, <laughs> so why is that? Well, owls are up all night. Watching.
2: Mm.
0: So owls
3: is a wild <clears throat> can spot prey two football fields away at dusk.
2: Wow. Insane
3: powers of precision. And if you mm-hmm. think about it, owls in the wild are nocturnal predators. They're kind of terrifying.
2: What are you doing at four
3: in the morning? At four in the morning, you're a small animal. You're sleeping. The owl is hunting you while you sleep. <laughs> okay. Well, so and why, the why anaconda, am I going down? And
0: the anaconda. I don't know if that's, yeah, but that's probably on our grid.
3: That'd be interesting to see an anaconda an owl go mm-hmm. kind of yeah,
0: duke it out. Right, yeah, nocturnal.
3: Okay. So why am I going down this lovely road? Um, because owls in a workplace unintentionally are also intimidating. Mm, yes
0: Unin- unintentionally that's an in- that's an important word isn't it
3: yes it is owls don't wake up in the morning and say i'm gonna to go to work today and intimidate people yeah it's, it's not on their right. it's not on their to-do list but they do and the reason they do is because owls in the workplace have powers of precision that dwarf other styles mm. yeah. so now i'm you're the most across, scared of an owl you're, you're a parrot you're a parrot eagle you're a big picture person and you got all this yeah. energy and drive and confidence and you're sitting across from an owl
1: <laughs> You're looking right and that great. owl has
3: that owl has has her three questions right right okay. mm-hmm. and in the moment you sit down with her the, the millisecond her first question is are you a subject matter expert yes yeah can you really do you really know what you're talking about and the way the owls figure that out is by asking question after question after question. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They wear you down. Yeah. Okay. The second question they have is, do you actually have data to support Mm. everything that you claim? Not most of what you claim, everything you claim. Yeah. What
0: if you don't know? Is it okay for if, if, if an owl says, so? you know what? You say, let me, I don't let know, is that? Let me answer that. Okay, yeah.
3: Let me answer that by giving you the third question. Third question okay. they ask themselves is, do you represent quality?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. And and when an owl asks you a question and you say, that's a great question, Joe. I need to think about that. I think I, I have someone that I can talk to that's an expert in it. And let me get back to you. That's when fine. you have the maturity to say that, that answers the third question are you quality focused?
0: Cuz you want to know. They don't because want BS.
3: They don't want I'm not BS. BS you. Yeah. Because that I'm was a good
0: question. I should know the answer to that question because I'm passionate about quality and precision right. and getting it Correct. right. So I'm thank you. Thank you for helping me get better at my job.
3: Bingo. Exactly. So if we were to wrap all this up with all these three questions for or three questions for all the birds, it, it's it's easy way to look at it. Are you up at night worried about the same things that I am? Right. Because if you're up at night worried about quality, my limbic brain will be more comfortable with you. And my neocortex will kick in with all my thoughts and ideas about how I can possibly work with you. <clears throat> and that's the game here. And it's not difficult. Like we should not overcomplexify these things. Okay, mm-hmm. So there's another part of the brain called the amygdala and the amygdala is a threat detection portion of your brain and it controls blood flow. So when you feel under threat, the amygdala grabs hold of the blood flow and sends it out of your brain into your hands and your feet because you're either going to fight or flight or maybe freeze. Right. Okay? Yeah. When you keep the limbic brain happy, the amygdala stays nice and low
0: which allows you to be, allows you to think more clearly. You get rid of the neurostatic. Exactly.
3: Exactly. So if you're up at night worried about the same things I am, and we're having a kind of conversation that reinforces that and subsequent conversations reinforce that my amygdala stays nice and low. My limbic brain is getting more and more comfortable that we're part of the same tribe. And now my neocortex is going to kick in and come up with ideas about how to fit you in, how to work with you.
0: Mm, This is yeah, this is so brilliant, so good, so helpful because it's you're giving us a way. And and none of this, by the way, we back up. Our motive may be pure, right, and we may have the best solution. But if we don't know how to be what I call other centered and adjust to who I'm talking to. Yep. Then all of the good things that I'm bringing to the table don't matter. I have to be able to create the receptivity to what I'm about to share potentially. Yeah. Um,
1: Do, let me. Can I ask another? Can I ask a question on this? The um is there a natural enemy? Not enemy is not the right word. A natural uh tough. You're toughest. Like let's see, if you're a parrot. Who's the toughest? If you're an owl, who's the toughest customer?
3: Sure. Okay. So let's let's answer that with the sales strengths and challenges of each of the styles. Okay. I mean, I want to answer that question. So what what do Eagles bring that's awesome to the sales process? Well, they're very goal driven. Mm -hmm. And they're tenacious. Like eagles don't stop. They don't take no for an answer. Okay. And and Mm -hmm. eagles are relentless about solutions. And isn't that what we're all looking for at the end of the day? We're, we're right. just trying to solve problems and improve right. our quality of life. Right? Isn't this what everybody and,
0: wants? <laughs> right.
3: And and eagles embrace the challenge. They're not, they're not bummed out when things are hard. No, they actually get into it. All
2: right?
3: You they say like no it. to an eagle, they like it. You say no to an eagle and they're like, all right, now we're getting somewhere yeah
0: it it just started you just got me engaged yeah you just told
1: me i can't climb that mountain well i'm gonna climb it twice this is why these professional
0: athletes will bet each other when they're practicing and they'll create all ways they'll create all these opportunities for competition to to get engaged
3: yeah exactly okay so you're bringing this
0: yeah bringing this energy yeah i'm bringing it
3: all right but but what you? which style could be your achilles heel if you're not really careful I was like, well, you got to go to the doves yeah. because, yeah. because you're, you're almost in a hurry to demonstrate yeah. value. Yeah. Right. Because on a receiving end, you're, 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 you're saying, Hey, Tom, hurry up, show me that you can demonstrate value and then I'll trust you. So when, when Eagles are receiving information, they want value first, but when Eagles are giving information,
2: <laughs>
3: it's a different game. If you're sitting across from a dove or an owl, now, the doves are the most sensitive. Yeah. So an eagle that comes in with all this energy and confidence and body language and focus.
0: You're going to hurt dove, people.
3: Well, the doves can say, this person's a little threatening. Yeah. And the Achilles heel for doves is conflict. Mm. In fact, what a dove would call a full-blown conflict, an eagle would call a conversation. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: I remember so when my eagles, mother-in-law saying that to me goes, well, what, we, we never talk about that. Or I never, I never ask questions. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you ask questions? We're talking about politics and something like that she goes, because that's conflict. So I'm like, <laughs> just asking somebody a question is like, yeah, because, I mean, she's a, yeah, she's a dove.
3: Yeah, exactly. So what the eagle would call a conversation, the dove calls a conflict and the eagle has no idea because doves don't, Doves don't look at you in the eye and say, okay, we're in conflict right now. No, they just withdraw. Just
1: with a smile. Disappear.
3: With a smile. And then the eagle interprets the withdrawal as, oh, they want more. They're my audience. Or they won. Or they right. won. Perfect, right? And that so they sounds wonderful.
0: Why don't you send the proposal and I'll share it with the team? <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they have no idea that they've lost a dove. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now let's go to the parrots. The parrots are bringing all this fun juju, likable. <laughs> sunshine, sunshine sunshine and
1: rainbows, baby. And
3: they rainbows. say things like, Al. <laughs> they <eat> owls, <laughs> play
1: like a lollipop.
3: And and you know what else? They're totally curious about, about me, right? They're like, so Dan, tell me about yourself. And like, where'd you go to school? And like, all this stuff. Meanwhile, I'm an owl. You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Lots of... Of, of platitudes. Let's let's get real. Mm-hmm. Complimentary platitudes. All right. Mm-hmm. Even when parrots think they mean it. Right? And they <laughs> so,
1: every once in a while they do. Speaking as words. Well. Yeah, <laughs>
3: I think I meant that. I think I, no, I
1: do. I think i meant I that. do every once in a while. One in six, probably. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, so, so,
3: so, w- f- funny thing about parrots is that parrots have this energy and it, and it, and it means it, it comes across like this Hey, are you as excited about me as I am?
1: <laughs> Cause come I love on me.
3: guys i mean i'm amazing
0: i hope john sequer is listening to this because that's what he always says. i know i'm amazing you guys
3: know i'm amazing it's just i'm amazing it's, like, it's just, let's
0: just get that out of the way come on
3: <laughs> exactly all right but now you're sitting across from an owl okay mm. an owl duff. let's let's complexify it a little bit and mm. say an owl dove. right and what the owl is is looking for, once again, is competence. And if you're opening with all this positive energy, are you hiding competence?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just smoke. Are you mirrors. putting your
3: Are you putting your best foot forward? And your best foot isn't subject matter expertise. Mm-hmm. So the more parrots, you know, light up the skies with their own jovial energy. The more the owl starts to question, am I having a serious conversation with someone or am I being played? Played, yeah. And if that sounds pessimistic, it's not. It's actually skeptical. Mm -hmm. And owls, there's a big difference between skepticism and and pessimism. Pessimism is an overall negative attitude towards life. Your your cup is half full, Mm -hmm. excuse me, half empty, (laughs) half empty. Mm -hmm. Skepticism is an integrity tool. Mm-hmm. Owls ask questions and seek confidence because their fundamental focus is accuracy. Mm-hmm. And so, I like to call the owls the guardians of integrity.
0: Mm, I like they that. S- they, I'm married it. to that person. <clears throat> Boy, uh, you are.
1: I, I mean, my wife Every is. She's the poster child for Kev, how did you pull that off? I don't really. I'm still trying. Thirty years in. So wow, yeah. I'm impressed. Well, I have a You're lot of. A I mean, okay. she she definitely does, and and yeah, it, it really is funny. That's perfect example of that. It, it is. She sits. I mean, she lives with it. True. There is truth, and there is lies.
3: There is nothing in between. Exactly, exactly. I've had. I come up to me and say, Dan, I lied to you last week. Say, what? What? <laughs> what, do, what do you mean? Say, well, I got I got this wrong. I said you got it wrong. Not That's a not lie. a lie. <laughs> I swear, I've, I've had that conversation more than once with Alice. They are the guardians of integrity, and wow. you have to check that box first.
0: Yeah, right? I love that. Guardians of
3: integrity. So how do you do that if you're a parent? Well, for starters, calm down.
1: <laughs> that is
2: so right? true,
1: it's right. very <laughs> true. Just calm <laughs> down. <laughs> this, is a, this is a family friendly. Did you show. call, did you call my it. wife before this, Dan?
0: <laughs> he just talked to her. Just <laughs> calm down.
1: Just, just,
0: <laughs> just calm down.
1: Like, yeah. they
3: probably hate. Do they hate Tab and I? They oh, are Tab and me. are Guardians of Integrity. They are The Guardians of, of Integrity. <laughs> I mean, come on. Right? So, just I, just I seriously, down. I... I we... Look, we, we, we do a lot of sales training and I'll often advise my, my parents to say, I want you to meditate for 10 minutes before <laughs> you get on a call with this person because you're telling me they're an owl dove. Yeah, so I don't. You cannot go in there. Guns a blazing, Eagle. You cannot yeah. go in there with your pie, You know, you're happy, happy. Yeah. Meditate. Get mm-hmm. yourself to a level. Match the moment, not to mirror. Match their energy. Mm-hmm. Right. The second way to really prove to an owl that you you're up at night worried about the same things is that they use skepticism as an integrity tool. So, so should you. Mm. So if I'm sitting down, I mean, we do a lot of, we do a lot of birds training, right? So if I'm sitting down with an owl, I will ask them, aren't you concerned that if you invest in this program within six months, people will have forgotten it.
1: Mm, that's good.
3: And they will say, well, yeah, actually exactly have you ever done this well you've done this before right and it didn't really last did it right no actually it didn't last so tell me about that so i i am leading with skepticism yeah i am leading with what 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 is the differentiator between how you wasted your money before and how you might possibly waste it with us
2: Mm.
3: and i'm going to be fearless about that i'm going to i'm going to put a spotlight on it because I'm going to be very specific about what separates our experience, in a typical fashion, with yep. perhaps That's the experience good. that they have. Without, without you know, crapping on anybody else. It's not we're better than everybody else. This is just our experience. Yeah. Meaning data, data that I'm going to avail you of, should you ask for it, or even if you don't, right? Mm-hmm. So this is this is what we mean when we say master moment, not the mirror. Um, I I want you to be, if you're a parrot, I want you to be 20% less optimistic. Yeah. Because trust me, you're 80% enough. Okay. I want you to be 15% more skeptical. I want you to be grounded in the real. If you're an eagle, I want you to be 20% less direct. Mm. The reason eagles are direct is because they they value uh, 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 clarity and brevity in communication. Right. Okay, great. But if you're 20% less direct, well, maybe you'll be a little more inquisitive. Maybe you'll be a little more collaborative, Mm -hmm. right? So each of the styles need to pull back on what makes you great Mm. so that you can diversify because diversification of style, that's what master moment, not the mirror means. I want you to diversify how you come across. Right. Which
0: is really an evidence of your maturity. Of course. Yeah, being being able to be different people in different things. And it's not, I sometimes get this question. It's like, aren't I just faking it? Isn't this insincere? Isn't this manipulation? And what's your, what's your answer to that, Dan? I know. I think I know what you're going to say, but I'd love to.
3: Well, it's, it's, it is a great question. So Mm -hmm. the point here is not to be phony. Mm
0: -hmm. The point
3: is to honor the person you're with.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that word honor.
3: Okay. That's number Mm -hmm. one. Number two, I'll ask people when they, when they say this to me, I don't want to be phony. Um, are you doing things today that you weren't doing 10 years ago? And I'll say, of course. Say, well, are you you phonier today than you were 10 years ago? (laughs) I'll say, of course not. Say, Mm -hmm. oh, so you mean you grew. So, all right. Right. So so leaning dove for you, Mr. Eagle, feels phony and weird. Okay, but will it feel that way in six months or will you have grown? Mm -hmm. So don't have a self-limiting perception of who you are. Have an expansive perception of who you're going to be. Mm-hmm. and you do that by honoring the people you're with
0: yeah it's it, it's about what makes it insincere manipulation and i always think about it as motive are you a you, yeah you know, are you doing something to manipulate people or get something that you want at the expense of someone else if the answer is no it's not just ingenuous it's 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 being other-centered it's being it's being mature I, I exactly. have to adjust when I talk to my, ch- when my kids were younger, I have to adjust to talk to, well, now my grandkid. I've got to adjust to talk to a 12 th- year old. It's no yeah. different. Exactly. I got to talk rap. I got to talk rap to my 16 year old grandson. <laughs> I got to know rap. See? So there you and go. I do, so, by the way, Tab, I do.
3: I know, I know, I know. That must be a little embarrassing for them. <laughs> As a parent, I really love
0: that, by the way. That <laughs> yeah, was funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah well yeah like no. d- do you do you ever say I mean I've always said this I want you to tell me I'm just wrong as a parrot and I need to shut up because I've said this and I, I want to run it by the expert because I, this is kind of what I've done is I come in if I've got a sales call I come in with my I, I approach Based upon the person I'm working with being my two hardest styles or, or birds. You know what I'm saying? Like I know I'm I have very little owl in me. Right. I have the others, but I don't have I really I don't think I have any owl. It's just gone. That's why I had the Tootsie Roll comment. Okay. So I come in, that's the person I'm afraid of as a salesperson. Like I, I want to make sure I – because I think i more naturally – tell me if this is true. Like people can more naturally adjust to some, but then there's that one or two that are just – you got to really be conscious yeah. of it. Am I often in, in kind of having no, no, that no, mindset? It, it,
3: so so you're, you're hitting on a couple things here. So the first is I'm not suggesting that you should enter a conversation or a relationship in a different style other than your own. Right. You should always come in with your natural style, yeah. <clears throat> but I'd scale it back, and okay. I'd be very attentive to at the energy you're getting from the other person, so that you can start to flex a little bit. Not yeah. reinvent yourself. Not be not ape them. You know, this isn't about right. that. It's just about again honoring their energy. So yeah, it is. It is really difficult for parents to flex out. Yeah. It's not easy because it comes across as impersonal. Yes. It can come across as an interrogation. It doesn't feel like rapport building and relationship building. It feels very transactional. Yes. And parrots are not attracted to a transactional relationship. Right. 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 But but where parrots have to remind themselves is, hey, it's not transactional to the owl.
1: Yeah. They like this. This is related to Tom's point. This is is how they build rapport,
3: which is hard to believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the
3: biggest, you know what? You just, you just triggered me on this. The biggest uh, mistake that we make, I think in sales is we overapply the golden rule. Okay. Mm. The golden rule is, was founded Mm. in values. I'm going to treat you with honesty, integrity, respect, and fairness. Because I want to be treated that way in return.
0: Yeah. I don't want you to lie to me because I wouldn't lie to you.
3: Exactly. But the golden rule is almost a a complete disaster (laughs) in almost everything else. Because if I delegate to you, Tom, the way I want to be delegated to, I'm not having a relationship with you. I'm having one with myself. And you're just a prop.
2: Yes.
3: And if I start building a relationship with you, Tab, the way I want to build it, Mm because you're an owl, let's say, and I'm a parrot, then I'm rather. I'm being kind of arrogant. I'm, I'm forcing right. you, right? And so we say, "Oh, but I'm being authentic because I'm treating. I'm. I'm following the golden rule." Yeah. Yes, the golden rule is great, but just for values. For everything mm-hmm. else, master the moment, not the mirror.
1: Mm, that's good. Mask the moment, not. Oh, the Oh yeah, mirror.
0: I do love that takeaway line. As a, just a way to always be thinking. Yeah. Is match the moment.
3: When you master the moment, you're 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 building trust on their terms.
0: Did we sufficiently cover how the owl needs to change when they're selling to the other styles, the other behavioral styles?
3: No, we haven't gone there yet. So that's, okay. That's, I was uh, making
0: sure I didn't miss that because I thought I got some other questions, but I want to save that till we cover.
3: Sure. So Tab asks, what, what's, what's a difficult one for parrots? And it's yeah. owls. We'll right back mm-hmm. at you. What, what's the most difficult for owls when they're sitting across from a parrot? Yeah. Right. Okay. So the owl sales rep walks into that Meeting thinking, I need to establish my credibility. Yeah. And what the owl doesn't realize is the parrot has already optimistically assumed credibility.
1: <laughs> <That is>
2: so, <laughs> right. true. It's so, so true. true.
3: <laughs> and by the way, eagles are the same way. Eagles <clears throat> assume that the reason you're here is because you probably know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now I'm just going to verify that you and I can connect. Right. Okay. But the owl thinks, well, I'm going to demonstrate my credibility by uh, uh, digging into all the data and all of the studies and all Mm -hmm. of the logic behind what it is we're doing. Right. Because my credibility starts with what I know. Mm
2: -hmm. And
3: for parrots, no. Your credibility starts with who you are. Right. Not what you know. Mm -hmm. And so that means owls need to also calm down,
2: mm-hmm. but
3: calm down in their own way, which is stop being so worried that you're gonna say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, or make a mistake. The real the real energy here, when you're sitting across from a parent at least, is connection. Yeah. So yeah, ask them about their life. Yes, find commonality outside of work. Mm-hmm. Be curious about what their thinking is. Let them go big picture. Let them change the topic three times. Parrots will go in nine different directions at once and then come back to you. Smile when that's happening. Enjoy the ride. Mm. Don't feel that you have to control a parrot's thinking. Because once you start doing that, you send a message to the parrot that you think you're smarter than they are. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. And parrots don't like that.
0: No, parrots don't. Yeah, parrots they
3: don't. don't. <laughs> you want to piss off a parrot? Excuse my French condescend to them yes once a parrot feels even a little bit of condescension it shuts them down
0: versus i would imagine the eagle gets fired up and is going to prove to you that that you're you're you shouldn't be minimalizing anything or minimizing them or what they said versus the parrot it gets more emotional it's a more emotional reaction
3: sure because for the eagle it's all right well you know eagles are all about winning yeah so okay, you think you're smarter than me? Great, let's go.
0: Yeah, right. Let's go. Right. Yeah. Let's copy. It just became a competition.
3: Right. And by the way, that's the secret to another strength that eagle energy brings to the table: is that eagles don't take conflict personally. Mm. So two eagles can rip each other's heads off and then go have lunch. Right. And mm-hmm. the only one that's upset about it is a dove that witnessed it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Right.
3: <laughs> so and the parent- eagles have a.
0: What right. about the parrot? What's What about the parrot when they're, I guess you're saying the parrot almost has the same response or no?
3: Yeah. When an eagle gets forceful, the parrot might think to him or herself, oh, I'm in trouble.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No, you're
3: not in trouble. You're in the game.
2: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: You're in the game. You need to look at that eagle and say, yeah, you know, I hear what you're saying, but I disagree. And here's why. Mm-hmm. That's called a conversation to eagles. That's called establishing value to an eagle. Right. That that it, says to an eagle that you're serious. But it just parrot, got interesting.
2: Like,
3: it just got interesting, exactly. But to yeah. a parrot dove, let's say you're a parrot dove, you got you know your primary, secondary, and you're like, whoa, 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 this is getting. I, I didn't mean to, yeah, to get into an argument here. Okay. Conflict I'm, bad. Conflict bad. But for for eagles, it's 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 about driving to an efficient result. Hmm. And there's nothing wrong
0: with that. Talk to me. I got to ask this question, uh and I'm looking at our time. I know we
1: got. Yeah, to kind of I think we need to here. wrap up here.
0: But uh, okay, I'm in the room with. There's all four in the room. Okay, I would imagine be like, what? What do I do? There's all four in the room.
1: Okay. How do, how do
0: I adjust to all of them?
1: Yeah, you're selling to a committee I, am of I, am three. I nobody, because I mean, we,
0: we're a lot of times you're in a situation with four or five people in the room, and you're like, well. If that's the decision maker and they're an owl, I would put I would rank them higher. Okay, that's that's one approach. But what are your thoughts?
3: Okay, so so it's a great question. Um, depending on who the decision maker, that's 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 a that's a different topic. It would take a little mm-hmm. while to get into. But I often ask our groups, you know, do you give presentations on a regular basis? And they will say yes. They'll say, mm-hmm. Okay, so what is the most natural style to give a presentation in? And they'll say eagle paradigma. And the answer is. Your own style. Right. When we give presentations, we tend to get up there and pitch it in our style. And that's a mistake. Because as you just said, there are four, eight, or twelve people in the room. And they <clears> probably <throat> represent all styles. So the solution is actually pretty simple. You know what? I'll just demonstrate it. Okay. Okay. okay? All right, folks. Here's what we're doing. Here's when it launches. And this is what success looks like. This is how we measure value. Now, let me tell you, it's going to be awesome. Our clients (laughs) are going to love it. And the reason is because we are doing things in a fresh way that our clients are going to see as a unique set of circumstances that they won't get elsewhere. Um... Okay. Now, we need to be careful about how we roll this out because people are gonna be impacted by it. (laughs) So here's, from a thoughtful perspective, here's what we're considering. And we'd like your input on that. Um, And here's exactly what that rollout will look like. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A.1, B.1, C.1. So what did I just do? And here's all the contingency.
1: Hit all four styles.
3: So what if you took your presentation and you looked at your slides And you said, all right, what are my eagle slice? What are my parrot slice? What are my dove slice? What are my owl slice? And you just went around the horn. And you did that two or three times. What you accomplished there is that you stop. People think that everyone has to hang on your every word. No, they don't. They just need to walk away with what they need.
0: Yeah. So you might lose. Your point is you might lose, which I've seen that happen. Like when you start to get the details, you lose me, but you just got the owl and the dove and that needed to happen but I, you got exactly. me at the beginning or in the middle somewhere
3: so i say i start with the eagles why because obviously they have the shortest attention span the moment i said to the moment i said hey this is going to be awesome the eagles dropped out i'm fine with that yeah i'm not talking to them now by the time i get to the owls mm-hmm. and i'm doing the laundry list the parrots are on their phones right. i don't care yeah, my right. ego isn't wrapped up in their wrapped attention no each of them got what they needed. And if that's you can good. do that, that's good. You're gonna move the group. Because everybody's gonna walk away with their what they can hang their hat on.
1: That's awesome. That I think that's a great finish. I mean that I mean mm. that's a perfect way. Talk about application. We can all apply can that all, immediately. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think I would like to add a little bit to the finish tab. I got a one okay. one thing I'd love okay. Dan to to leave us with as part of the it's part of the finish. If you're okay with that, I know you're a, I know you're an owl, so that I know
1: you like to be yeah. Too. My owl just kicked in. I've got a <laughs> spreadsheet I got to get to.
0: Where, where where do we start on this journey? I mean, obviously we you've given us a lot of great information, and you know we can listen to this over and over again. But is there something you would recommend to start the journey of becoming uh, incredibly efficient and versatile at this?
3: Well, sure. I mean, I, I, uh, how deep do you want me to go into to plugging land? I mean, I can certainly no, plug, do... plug
0: away. I, plug away.
3: Okay. Well, um, if you go to orderdisk.com you can uh, download our profile. Uh, it's pretty inexpensive. You can go to velocityadvisorygroup.com. And you can do it there as well. It's always good to take the profile and yeah. see if it agrees with you, right? Yeah. Um, I do have two books out on the topic. Uh, I would recommend uh, uh, the True Competitive Advantage. You can find that on Amazon,
0: and we'll put this in the show notes too. So we you'll we, we make sure. sure that yeah. You know. But
3: that's that's all the plugging I'm going to do. Um, the real well, What way about the app? Is... Tell them
0: there's an app too as well.
3: Oh yeah, boy, I'm. Yeah, plug the sales, app. You got
0: to plug the app. I love
3: the app. Okay, so we do have an app. It's called On the Fly. Um, the bad news is <laughs> that we, took it, we We did take it off uh, uh, Apple. Uh, uh, so if you're interested in it, uh, we're, we're you know you come to us directly and we'll we'll, we'll make that happen. Um, but what the app does is that you can take a self profile, and figure out what you are. Yeah. But then you can profile other people. So I get on the phone with you, Tom. We've never met. We have a ten minute conversation. We get off the phone. I pick up the app. I answer eight questions about you and the app will say, Oh, Tom is an eagle parent. And then it gives you the do's and don'ts for building a relationship with eagle parents.
0: I love it. Yeah, I wanted to make sure that people were aware of the app because I think that's a I think that's an amazing tool.
3: Excellent. So we'll give you the we'll give you the link for that too. Okay.
0: Beautiful. Perfect. Dan, thank you.
1: This is awesome. It was great oh, to see pleasure. you again. It's been too long, really, Dan. Really this was, was great. great.
0: I mean, I was hanging on every word. I mean, I, I've been familiar with this and studied it for years. I've never heard this this uh, a better description of of the styles, a way to mm-hmm. remember it, and and the way that you unpack it is just brilliant. So thank you, for thank you, yep. serving totally our audience agree. well, serving us well, and just great to see you, my friend. And um, great to see both of you. Yes, and everyone to Dave. our listeners, thanks for joining us for another episode. And as always, remember, you're more successful and more fulfilled when you serve. So continue to serve your customers and you will be rewarded for it. And always, uh, always appreciate feedback so we can get better. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Sales with Aslan.